What is up and welcome back to another episode of Wine Down Wednesday. It's your girl, your host, Destiny, blessed and back. After this Labor Day weekend, I can't help but think not even a three-day weekend is long enough, okay? (laughs) We all have had thoughts or two about working for ourselves. Today, I sit down with my girl, Cosette, Miss Influencer and Entrepreneur herself, to share all the details about how she picked a date, quit her job, and never looked back. Woo! She is spilling all the tea and we are sipping all the wine, okay? All her information can be found in the description box. But for now, I give you real. I give you raw. I give you unfiltered. Wind down Wednesdays. Let's get it. Awesome. How are you? Good. Welcome to Wind Down Wednesday. Yay, thank you. <laughs> How do you feel being on Wind Down Wednesday for the first time? I'm very excited, especially good. with this topic. I'm excited too. I know you have a pretty good story and some good advice, hopefully. So we'll just jump right into it. Honestly, I'm kind of nervous because usually I have one. It's 10 a.m. So it's not five o'clock somewhere, not yet. <laughs> yeah, in like an hour or two it will be. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, so basically, for everyone who's listening, and by the way, this is recorded, this isn't live. Um, I've known Cassette since high school, and since then she's flourished into beautiful, badass entrepreneurs. So today, we're here to talk about how she got started, kind of what she does, things of that nature. So first off, can you just tell me a little bit more about what you do or how you would explain it to someone that you just met? So I love and hate that question because (laughs) I'm like a weird entrepreneur. I definitely don't fit a mold into anything. What Mm -hmm. I do is I have multiple streams of income. So I'll just name a few, I guess. Um, When people ask, I kind of just, depending on the person, it makes me choose whichever one. Mm -hmm. So, uh, first I do promotional modeling. So that's like things this year. I actually, or the past year I worked the Super Bowl. So, oh, wow. Yeah. Super fun. So I get to work with um, an alcohol company or this year I actually worked with a cigar company for the Super Bowl, but I do events like that or at total wine or just different cool events like golf tournaments as well. And another thing that I do is social media. I, I'm quote unquote an influencer. I always feel so weird saying that because technically (laughs) I only have 10,000 followers and considering all the other influencers who have millions, it's just minuscule, but I'm a micro influencer. I do get paid through most of my posts on Instagram. Everything's very strategic. Uh, People think it's a personal Instagram, but it's totally a business Instagram. I mean, (laughs) I have a sprinkle of personal here and there, but mostly it's for business and through networking, I also find clients who need marketing for their businesses, and I do marketing and social media content creation for businesses as well. So those are kind of my bread and butter. Those are my top awesome. few. 
Yeah. I love it. So out of the three that you named, which one is kind of like your favorite to do? The content creation on my own personal social media. I love it so much. It's great. You get to get a product and I always try out a product for depending on what the product is once or for weeks or months before I promote it just to make sure that I definitely like it. I don't want to go out here and promote skinny tea when it doesn't work (laughs) I literally it's crazy not skinny tea exactly but a company identical to skinny tea reached out to me and they wanted to pay me an astronomical rate for Mm -hmm. one post but after looking at all of the reviews before even trying the products the reviews were so bad worse than I've ever in my life so I was not even interested in have even trying the product there was not one good review on the internet Wow, that's yeah. insane. And that was actually what I was going to ask you, because obviously all business is not good business. So yeah. how do you decide who you're going to work with and who you're going to pass on? So personally, well, lately, because of everything COVID, my social media content creation has just skyrocketed because a lot of companies can't go out and meet with models and get that content that that, that they would normally get. Um, so Instead, they're just reaching out to influencers and having the influencers do that for them. So I've been getting a large influx of just different companies asking to work with me. And how I maneuver which ones I want to work with, I first of all, it has to be vegan, the product uh, or food. That's number one. I am 100% vegan. So Mm -hmm. anything with an animal product, it's 100% no, I will never promote it. It's just with my beliefs. So that's number one that actually takes out a lot of companies that reach out to me, which is convenient. (laughs) Uh, Another thing is the rate. So I used to do, when I first started social media, I would just have the products. They would supply the products and that would be my payment, but I would post for free. So it's just a product for post kind of collaboration however Mm -hmm. now I turn all of those away just for the sole purpose of what goes into my content the hair the makeup the setting up the tripod the getting the outfit ready getting the content ready Mm -hmm. the hashtags the captions the location I mean there's so much that goes into it that doing it unpaid it just seems unrealistic right now right so that's another way that I turn it down. And normally those two things, if it's not vegan or if they don't pay enough, that normally brings it down enough to the point where I can work with all of the rest of the companies. Again, like I said, I always try out the product before I promote it. There's also a few companies that ask you to promote a product, even if you've never tried it, which I always turn those down as well. I don't want someone, uh, let's say you, if you were to see let's see, what did I promote recently? Vegan pork rinds. I promoted Mm -hmm. those. If I were to just promote those on Instagram without trying them and you bought them and they were the worst things you've ever eaten in your life, (laughs) I'm pretty sure I would lose your trust for every other thing that I promoted on Instagram. And I'm like terrified of that happening. So I really, really make sure that I am obsessed with the products, not even like it, but obsessed. And that's when I'll promote it. (laughs) Awesome. So basically, you're kind of like a salesperson in a way as well. Would you say that? 
at first no but now definitely especially as you grow with companies and grow with your following a lot of the money that you're making is not only x amount for the post but Mm -hmm. it is also commission based as well so obviously you want to get the most commission possible with your commission like so definitely sales now yes awesome Sounds good. And I know you were kind of to backtrack a little bit, you were talking about how one thing that's super important to you is the company is vegan as well. Could you tell me a little bit more about your vegan journey? Because I obviously that has a big impact on your business. Definitely. So as far as me being vegan, it was a journey. Uh, I guess I'll give you this the long story short. Um, (laughs) When I was 17, I was still living in North Carolina. I was still going to high school with you. Mm-hmm. And I was working at the local gym after school. I remember school. that. Yeah. So I was working at the local gym every single day after school. And honestly, it was just a job. I was so far from into fitness. Mm-hmm. I never worked out. People were like, how do you work at a gym and you never work out? <laughs> and honestly, like I said, it was just the paycheck. I was really not interested in working out. However after just working there for such an extended period of time and meeting all these people and friends and mentors, I just started working out for fun. Mm-hmm. And ironically, that when I started working out, that's when I moved to Florida, back to Florida, because I lived here before North Carolina. But I moved back to Florida when I turned 18. I transferred that gym job down here and started working out at the gym. I met one of the employee well one of my co-workers worked out and he was in his 40s and he had a six-pack and he was just like in the best shape I've ever seen I grew up with my family being very like um obese and overweight Mm -hmm. and I've never in my life seen someone that had abs it was literally I mean (laughs) other than like movies or social media so I was just honestly astounded yeah it was so crazy and this guy was over 40 so that was just right wait what that's like (laughs) that's a thing so anyways he started working I started working out with him and he ended up being my trainer and all of a sudden my body composition started to change I didn't realize that I was skinny fat because I was I mean almost I was 90 pounds but my Mm -hmm. body fat percentage was 34%, which is when you start having heart attacks and heart disease. And wow. Um, yeah, which is crazy because I was 90 pounds. And in my head, I'm like, Oh, I'm skinny. I'm yeah. <laughs> but I didn't know better. I mean, to be honest, I was eating McDonald's every other day. <laughs> so was I really surprised? I just thought again, like weight equals healthy or not healthy, which I was uh, completely wrong. So I realized that day, I obviously don't want to be in risk of having a heart disease or heart attack. So I made it my mission to lower that drastically. And with this trainer, I actually gained 30 pounds and I lost 20% body fat. Wow. So I went, yeah, crazy. So I gained a lot of weight. It's funny when I gained the weight, I actually looked skinnier just because the weight was distributed differently. Mm -hmm. Um, So people thought I lost weight, but I actually gained 30 pounds and I was at 14% body fat. So that was just crazy. And that was just working out and eating 
chicken, rice, and veggies every single day. It was honestly miserable, (laughs) but I was so happy with the way it looked. And after a long time of eating chicken, rice, and veggies, that just really was taking a toll on my health. Like, did Mm -hmm. I look absolutely amazing? Heck yeah. You I looked at myself, I was like, oh my gosh, goals every day. But right. I started feeling disgusting internally. There was just something wrong and something going on. Oh, wow. And yeah, it was really weird. So then I talked to my trainer and he actually told me that he was vegan. And to be honest, it was the first time I've ever heard of even the word. I didn't mm-hmm. even know. I was like, what the heck is vegan? I don't even know what that <laughs> is. Like, what? And he started to teach me all about veganism and he was telling me like if you try this diet he wasn't even trying to make me vegan he was just having me eat more plant-based foods Mm -hmm. incorporate them into my meals and I started that and as I started that I started feeling a complete 180 my energy levels went up my hormones were becoming balanced again I just felt amazing. And that was how I wanted to feel. And I still looked the same. So I looked good and I felt good. So I started that journey and I was kind of vegan for about three years because being vegan is a lot more than what people think. So it Mm -hmm. took three years to fully go vegan. And I've been a hundred percent vegan for two years next month. Congratulations. Thank you. That's awesome. Love to see it. I see the growth. I see everything. I follow you heavily. So I love your posts. I love what you represent. It's awesome. (laughs) Thank you. Of course. Um, Okay. So you started off, you know, just a high school girl with a part-time job and it turned into a lifestyle. So how did, or what made you take that entrepreneurial route? So when I was younger, actually, when we were probably in like kindergarten or first grade, when everyone starts asking you not to be serious, I guess, but kind of as a joke, like, what do you want to be when you're older? Mm-hmm. And you have the, the majority of people saying like a doctor, a firefighter, mm-hmm. you know, things along those lines. And my answer was, it was so, so weird. I don't know where I heard this. Uh, no one in my family is an entrepreneur, but I always said my answer, I want to be my own boss. Wow. And I don't know <laughs> where I got that from. I didn't even know that was a thing, but for some reason I kept saying it and I guess it just stuck in my mind that whatever I did, I just want to work for myself, which mm-hmm. my parents, again, thought it was so weird. They worked jobs. When I grew up, my dad was a manager for a furniture store and my mom was a police officer and those were just two things that you know you work toward and you right work for someone else ultimately and I saw what that did to them I guess later on and I mm-hmm. just definitely even more so was okay I'm going to be well, I'm going to be my own boss and I learned that was actually a thing and then I fell into the rabbit hole of entrepreneurship wow that's awesome. And I remember being in high school with you and you you always saying that when people were like going around the class saying what they wanted to do, you'd always say, I just know I want to work for myself. And yeah. manifestation <laughs> is key because you're doing it. <laughs> yes. I literally have manifest tattooed on my wrist. So I feel good. <laughs> so what exactly was the steps to becoming your own boss? Like, I know you said, you know, you had this mindset of sticking to what you believed in, knowing you wanted to do whatever, like work for yourself. How does one get to that point? 
it's it's really hard to specifically answer that because everyone's mm-hmm. journey is so different. Right. I feel like you really need to create a loose, and I say loose in all capital letters. I really want to emphasize loose, a loose plan of how you want your life to be and what you want to be and how you want to impact people. Like, why are you doing this? Mm-hmm. And I feel like my why always well, since I've become vegan was my why was just to help people live a healthier mm-hmm. lifestyle the way that I felt as far as my health. And I didn't even realize it was that bad. I just felt it not being what it should, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. I didn't want that for anyone. I wanted everyone to feel the way that I felt. And I just kind of made it my journey and my why. And I told myself I was working uh, at that gym for I actually transferred to a different gym once I came to Florida mm-hmm. and I stayed at that gym for five years just because Oh wow! I know I was doing my entrepreneurial stuff on the side. However, I was at this miserable job that I was going to every day and going home and crying and just saying like, why am I doing this? But at the end of the day, it really was just to pay my bills. Mm-hmm. And I decided one day I gave myself an exact date and I said, I am quitting this job on this date. And I put it in writing. I put it on my wall. I put it on my bathroom mirror. And I said, you need to start making enough money by this date or literally you cannot pay your bills. Wow. Yeah. I just put myself in that position, kind of like a sink or swim position because I was going to be, if I didn't, I was going to be at this job for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. Like there was, I was never leaving. It was so comfortable. I was making a perfect amount of money to pay my bills and Mm -hmm. do whatever I wanted, but I was miserable. So I quit my job that day and I was totally not making enough money to pay my bills. (laughs) Wow. So you just took the job anyway. I just took the jump anyways, because I already told myself you that's what you're doing on this date. And I keep my word to myself. My Mm -hmm. word to myself is everything. And so I quit and I started researching and researching how to make money as a fitness or model and all of this stuff. And I also, again, fell into this rabbit hole of how to make money from home and within those next couple of weeks, I made more money than I've ever made in my whole life up until now. Because Oh, wow. Yeah, I was just motivated to make it work. I in my head, I told myself I was never going to work for anyone ever again. It was just Mm -hmm. going to be me doing my own thing. And you know what, I made it work. It was a lot. It was very scary, because literally, (laughs) I wasn't going to be able to pay my bills. And I don't have mom and dad to give me money in case I needed it and I was short on rent like it was literally you need to pay your bills or you're Mm -hmm. fudged and so I just did it wow that's that's inspiring (laughs) and nerve-wracking all at the same time yeah Uh, so what kind of advice would you give anyone who there's a saying and a lot of people say never quit your day job what would you say to that so definitely while you're doing your day job I feel like I was kind of doing the research beforehand while I was doing my day job. I worked opening the gym in the morning, so it was pretty empty. So what I did with that time was just research how to make money from home and 
all of that, I guess I was just, it was just research, research, research. And it, mm-hmm. it really depends on what you're doing as far as like quitting your day job. If it's something that you can do like very easily with your day job and it's not a time issue, then keep your day job until you're making as much money in your side hustle as you are in your day job. And that's mm-hmm. my rule of thumb to when to quit your day job. Um, but if you're someone like me and you're very scared of being uncomfortable and you're probably going to stay in something until you are comfortable, then you mm-hmm. just need to jump because you're never going to do it. I was thinking about it for those five years and I just never right. did it. I always said it over and over and I just needed to jump, but not saying that's for everyone because obviously not everyone wants to be put in the position where like, oh crap, how am I going to pay my bills? Mm-hmm. And I'm also lucky enough to just focus on myself, not need to pay for anyone else or a child. Obviously, right. if someone else that you're providing for, it's not that easy to just make that jump. Um, but for me, not eating a couple of days was totally worth it for me because I knew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I definitely skipped meals to make money, to like have money left over. Um, but it was worth it. I knew there was, it wasn't harming my health missing a few meals and Mm -hmm. I knew in the long run it was definitely going to help me out and you know what it totally did you just have to have that vision and kind of tunnel vision you're not going to be able to hang out with your friends you're not going to be able to hang out with your family you need to like lock yourself in a room and really execute this vision if that's what you want you need to just block everyone and anyone out trust me they'll understand afterward and (laughs) go for your goals wow that that definitely takes grit. Um, how does someone, I guess, get that mindset or get into that headspace where they're like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to sacrifice everything that I've had, you know, to focus on this one specific goal that may or may not happen. Definitely. So if that goal is in entrepreneurship goal, then personally, to be blunt, and Gary Vee says this in every other video that he posts, mm-hmm. he said that you just need to, you either have that mindset or you don't. Entrepreneurship is not for everyone. It's very hard. Some days you're going to, some months you're going to make $10. The next month you're going to make $10,000. Right. That's obviously not consistent. Uh, some people need a certain paycheck every single month. Entrepreneurship is not the route for you. Mm-hmm. You need to be able, being an entrepreneur means that you're able to take risks. And if that's not your thing, then I don't know if entrepreneurship is your thing. Not to say that having a side hustle or going after any other dreams is that you can't grow that mindset because you totally can grow that mindset. Mm -hmm. Uh, However, if it's entrepreneurship, I believe you just, you have it or you don't. It's very, it's a cutthroat industry. There's a, the industry is saturated. There's a lot of people in it. You really need to differentiate yourself and why should people follow you? Why should people work with you? But if it's not an entrepreneurial mindset that you're looking for, and it's just a motivational mindset in general, you honestly, this sounds maybe kind of corny, but just read self-help books. Mm-hmm. Those self-help books are amazing. I read my favorite book is The Daily Stoic by Ryan Holiday. And okay. every single day, you literally just read one page. It's one page for that date of the year. And that one page is just a little scripture, I guess you could say, of 
it's back in the day. So it's in, oh my gosh, I'm like spacing on the names of the people. <laughs> but there, it's going over what our ancient ancestors said back in the day. And it's kind of translating it. And it's just giving you a little spout of inspiration for that day. And like I said, mm-hmm. it takes under two, three minutes to read it. I think that's like the longest read for the day I've ever had. So it really is just 10 seconds. And that's the first thing I do when I wake up, I turn off my alarm, I flip over my phone, I read that book. And it is probably the most motivating factor that I have within my life right now is that book, it just sets you on the right foot for the day and then mm-hmm. the right mindset. Okay, so obviously, being an entrepreneur is all about one, believing in what you want to do, and then two, having that mindset to actually execute it. But unfortunately, you know, we're human. So we have times where we're just not feeling as motivated, or, um, you know, some days we just don't want to do anything. How do or how does someone kind of overcome that or still or is there anything that someone can do in that particular day when they feel like doing nothing or feeling less motivated? Oh, 100%. This is my favorite question ever that you asked <laughs> me. Um, so I work about 100 hours a week. How I wow. know people think that's crazy, but I love what I do. I would like to work more than 100 hours a week, but I can't really. That's already kind of pushing it. Mm-hmm. Um so those hundred hours, I'm the happiest. I love what I do. However, that mean that does not mean that I wake up some days and I do not want to work 15 hours. I just want to mm-hmm. lay in bed. My bed feels comfy or not even that. I'm just exhausted from working a hundred hours. Mm-hmm. And you know what? That happens if you work five hours a week or 500 hours a week. That doesn't matter. So on those days, I wake up and I feel like I don't want to do anything. I do nothing, <laughs> to be honest. Because, oh, wow. Yeah, <laughs> I was not because, expecting that answer. Yeah, I mean, unless I have to, have to, have to be at a place. Like, let's say I do have a job that I need to go to. I mean, I'll do that. But I will cancel or postpone the rest of my day because that right there is showing you that you're too focused on work and you're not focused on yourself at all. And that means you need to refill your cup. So what I do on days like that, I either just lay in bed and honestly will listen to podcasts or watch Netflix all day Mm -hmm. because I need to refill my cup. It's obviously empty or I just do things that bring me joy. So what I do, I like to do yoga or another thing, which is kind of weird and out of the blue is go to the gun range. I have I'm have my concealed license for my gun and my thing is yeah so it's really fun I'm someone who has struggled with anxiety my whole life Mm -hmm. and when you are at a gun range and you're shooting literally the only thing you can think of is the gun there's you're not thinking about the work that you have to do or this drama that you're going through it's literally just you and the gun Mm -hmm. when you're shooting and it puts your mind unintentionally just at ease where you don't have to think about everything for a second so when you leave the gun range everything seems so easy and it's not so stressful and you can actually tackle all those things that maybe an hour or two before going you couldn't handle because it was just so overwhelming or so draining. Mm -hmm. So anything mind numbing, honestly, you obviously, like I said, you obviously need it. If you're really waking up and you feel like you really just can't do anything or you just don't want to do anything, it's for a reason. 
Right. I definitely don't think, I mean, unless that's how you feel every single day, mm-hmm. then it might contribute to something else. Um, mm. Maybe depression and you might need to see a therapist. I know that's extreme, um, but that definitely helps as well. Absolutely. But like I said, there's definitely a reason you don't just wake up and you're like, Oh, I feel like doing nothing today. Like, no, there's something behind that. So definitely dig and realize why. And then, just fix that head on. Wow. That was a really good answer. <laughs> really good. And I was not expecting you to be into guns. So that's interesting too. Yeah. I know it's so <laughs> random. <laughs> well, my mom was a cop growing up. So that's I guess right. I, yeah. I guess I have been around guns before. So I was kind of like, honestly desensitized to it. It mm-hmm. was nothing that was so crazy or big to me I mean I was probably like five years old shooting a gun in the range right uh, just because my mom always feared like god forbid I know you've heard these stories where children have gotten a hold of their parents gun yeah and something uh, horrible has happened and I mean I've personally had that happen within not my family but people I know so my mom was always just about gun safety Mm -hmm. because god forbid something happened yeah so I've always been around them and I've always been comfortable with them to the fact, but just because of her. Wow. That's awesome. Okay. So we're almost reaching our time. I have so many questions. I can't believe. Oh my gosh. I'm so sorry. I talk a lot. (laughs) No, this was great. This is exactly what I needed. Um, But last question for you and for the audience as well, obviously with COVID and everything going on, people are trying to find ways to make money. They're trying to, reach into their entrepreneurial side. Um, so what kind of advice would you give to someone on how they can start right now or what they can do? Ooh, okay. Good question again. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So first you have to dumb it down. So first, if you are interested in anything entrepreneurial or side hustle, first of all, I say, go for it. Really don't think about it. Just do it. It can only help if it does fail, then who cares? You've learned more in that failure than you do in your successes. And I quote that from Gary Vee. He has failed more times than anyone can count. Mm -hmm. And he is one of the most successful people. And he always says, you don't learn from successes, you learn from failures. So God forbid you fail this venture. You've literally learned so much to help you in your next tried venture. But what I would say is to make a list of things that you're interested in or even semi-interested in. And after you write that list, really delve in and see, is this something that I would like to take further? Is this something I'm passionate about? What can I do with this topic? Um, Just ask yourself those questions. And honestly, it'll lead into that. Or even what do you do on a daily basis that might help other people. Maybe your morning matcha recipe can help people. You really don't know until you put that content out there and you see how people respond. So you just need to go for it and try it and see what works and just see what doesn't work. Wow. Love it. That's so important. Um, last but not least, I know it's we're at 29 minutes, but I have one last <laughs> question for you. No worries. Um, do you have anything? What's next for you? What what are you aspiring to do next? Are you able to share that? I am. So I'm actually working on a vegans women vegan women's health product. Oh wow. Actually products, uh, product line. And I'm working toward that. However, that's gonna be a long process. That's probably mm-hmm. the biggest entrepreneurial venture that I've 
done so far. I mean, it's going to take years with scientists and different manufacturers. So that won't be out for a few years. That'll be a super long work in progress. Mm -hmm. But I'm super excited. I feel like that my whole journey has led up to this one company. Right. And this is going to be my baby for a very long time. And this is going to be how I make a mark in this world. Honestly, there's nothing like it out mm-hmm. there. There's literally not one product um, for this. So it's almost like a vegan Vagisil or Summer's Eve. And yeah, women really need that. Right now, those products are toxic to your pH. Yeah. And we need something that balances your pH. So I'm definitely interested in taking that thought further. And I'm in the process of creating that company right now. Oh, my God. I'm so excited for you. Yeah, thank you. Congratulations and good luck for everything, everything that you're doing and you're going to do. I can see it happening. So good luck oh to you. Gosh. You're the best. Thank all right. You, no problem. So that's all we have time for. Before we head out, do you want to just drop your social media or anything else you want to promote? Yes. Yeah, so you can follow me on Instagram at Cozy Rosati, uh, C-O-Z-Y-R-O-S-A-T-I. And you can also follow me on Cozy Rosati on YouTube, on TikTok. I am on all of those platforms. So definitely follow me on there. If you're interested in modeling, veganism, entrepreneurship, fitness, health and wellness, that is what I focus on. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time. It was great having you and I'll talk to you soon. Yes. Thanks for having me. Have a good day. You too. Bye. Bye.